Do you ever feel stuck or like you can't get out of your own way? Lisa Moore, founder and CEO of Success Tangent, has a suggestion for you. Change up your mindset. This episode of She Turned Entrepreneur is focused on subtle and not so subtle shifts we can make in the ways we talk to ourselves and assess business challenges. Are you looking for an extra boost of inspiration while you chase your dreams? It's not always easy to stay motivated while you're balancing a career and home life, but that's exactly what we're doing. My name is Dori Stewart, and this is the She Turned Entrepreneur Podcast. Around here, we like to talk about business, marketing, motherhood, and so much more. I've been called the teacher turned entrepreneur, which is totally true. I was working as a high school STEM teacher when I saw a need and came up with a solution. That idea became a business that I was able to build into a multi-million dollar global brand. Now I'm using the knowledge and experiences I've gained to show other women that they can do it too. Being an entrepreneur can be a lonely and intimidating road at times. Thankfully, you don't have to do this by yourself. It doesn't matter where you're currently at on the path. Having someone cheering you on makes a world of difference to get to the next step. I love that I can bring that to you here. If you're ready to build the life you've been dreaming of, stay tuned as we dig deep into what it takes to turn into a true entrepreneur. Today's episode is brought to you by Zencaster. As most podcasters understand, podcasting remotely can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution makes the process quick and painless, the way it should be. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with quality and Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. Not to mention it's easy to use, even for my guests who aren't that tech savvy. There's nothing to download, they just click on the link and we start recording. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy and with everything from local recording to automatic post productions in the tool, you don't have to leave your browser to get the episode done. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs. If you go to zen.ai forward slash she turned entrepreneur and enter promo code she turned entrepreneur, you'll get 30% off your first three months. That's zen.ai forward slash she turned entrepreneur. It's time for you to share your story. I am excited for you to meet my guest today. She is the CEO of Success Tangent Business Consulting. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let's start off by sharing with the listeners your background and how that led you to entrepreneurship. Um, I used to be in people operations. Um, so I did everything from anything HR related to training, um, employee development, hiring, firing, like you name it. If it's people operations, I've probably done it. Um, So I came from the corporate world. Um, I worked for big corporations. I worked for an airline for many years, which is a whole culture in and of itself. And I decided uh, at one point to go back to school and get my graduate degree. And while I was in school, I did an applied psychology project where you have to solve a real world problem, not just do research. And I looked at the employee evaluation process and how it's kind of flawed. It turns a lot of people into uh, victims because they start identifying with the outcomes of those evaluations because they're compared against each other. 
And so it has this hugely negative effect and managers hate doing it. So I thought, well, what can I do to improve this? And at the time, growth mindset had been around for a while, but it's been heavily used in the school systems, but not so much in a business environment. So I decided, let me take this thing that works great in a school system that helps motivate kids and teachers and, you know, get them kind of moving in the right direction and apply it in a business setting and see if we can overhaul this whole employee evaluation process. So I did that for the school project. It went over so well with the stakeholders, my professor. Uh, I had so many people saying, you need to get this out into the world. And then especially at the beginning of COVID, when everything started just going sideways, uh, there was a, a need for it in the market. So I thought, well, okay, let me just start up this company and kind of see how it does. And um, it was very popular, at least, you know, from the beginning. And that's kind of how I kind of fell into it, if you will. <laughs> it wasn't something that I had planned to do ahead of time. It was just kind of the, the sequence of events led in that direction. I love that. And you say you kind of fell into it. And as entrepreneurs, we all kind of fall into what we're led to end up doing. And so I love that you have have found that. And I, I am not surprised to hear you say that over the last couple of years, what you are offering has been in high demand. Can you give us you know, kind of the, uh, an overview of what all you do to help your clients? The big overarching theme for what we do is growth mindset. Everything that we do in our company is framed through the lens of growth mindset. And it's a little different than, or a lot different, just depending on how you look at it, than a lot of businesses that tend to operate based on bottom line or a lot of metrics driven type performance evaluations, data, which we still want to have uh, data-driven decision-making, you know, behind the scenes somewhat. But when you're dealing with people, you want to kind of focus on people as the solution rather than the problem. And so uh, we have educational content, which originally we had planned to do it for people in person, but we had to kind of... Um, shift with COVID and adapt to kind of an online strategy with that. So we train people in growth mindset. We do, you know, just in general growth mindset training, and then we do growth mindset training in a business environment, and then also teaching managers and leaders or aspiring managers or leaders, how do you evaluate an employee based on growth mindset principles? It's very different than a traditional valuation. And it really works to empower the employees, the managers, get everybody kind of engaged, very highly collaborative, and you improve the culture of the company in the process. So it's like the main thing that we do, but we also, um, this is another thing we kind of fell into, um, especially during COVID, we realized there was a huge need for it. You have a lot of people turning entrepreneur you have these little startups or even just small businesses that are struggling during COVID and there was a need for cheaper marketing services or copywriting or blog writing or, you know, writing ad copy and things like that. And there's these big companies that charge a lot of money or people just trying and they really don't know what it is they're supposed to be doing. And so we decided, hey, let's make this affordable for the small business owner or the entrepreneur. Um, and we decided to do that. So we offer, you know, those kind of services and stuff as well. And then we also have mindset coaching 
uh, which is kind of similar to life coaching, but we focus a lot on the way that you think so that if you do those trainings with growth mindset and you maybe need a little bit more guidance, uh, we can kind of help help you work through that. So those are kind of the three pivotal things that we do. Very interesting. It's it's very broad. I mean, you're your clients range from the solopreneur to a large corporation or organization. Yeah, we can, we can handle all of it. We just tend to focus on the solopreneurs, the startups and the small businesses uh, to try to really help that. That's kind of our mission is to kind of help those people get traction and get off the ground and support them. Do you have any actionable tips in terms of improving mindset for the entrepreneurs listening? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing, and this was a thing for me, even though I understand growth mindset, you know, a lot of times at the end of the day, when we're starting out, we're looking at those metrics on how many people has my ads reached? How many sales have I made? You know, we tend to look at those outcomes and we get very outcome fixated and then it's easy at the end of the day, if we were expecting, you know, X, Y, or Z amount of sales, and it's not, you know, where we want it to be, or your ads maybe aren't performing as well as you thought, you get discouraged, you get frustrated, you feel like you're going nowhere and you're not doing anything. But my husband even had to remind me, he's like, Lisa, think about growth mindset. You know, there's all this information on your page. And there's people reaching out to you, even on Facebook or these other venues saying, this has made such a big difference in my life. Thank you for putting this out there. Our blog has a lot of good information on it. And we get a lot of feedback on it. And even though that doesn't translate into dollars and cents or people seeing ads and, and Facebook going, great, you have this awesome ad. I think it's important for us to realize you're still making an impact. You're still being successful, but it's in a different way than what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. So that was really huge for me. And that's what I would encourage people is just widen the lens of how you're evaluating yourself as far as being successful. And if things are maybe not going exactly the way you want them to say, Hey, what am I doing? Well, what can I do better and then make an action plan and break it down and just kind of move in a new direction until you start getting that traction. It's like throwing a paper airplane. You know, you want to go across the room, but maybe you only get it halfway there. You alter the design, throw it again and see what happens. And I think that's a lot of what we do as solopreneurs or entrepreneurs getting started is, you know, that trial and error to see what's going to work for us. And even though something might not work, you at least learned this didn't work. And then that's one less thing you have to worry about moving forward. I love that you say that. And if you think that way, then you're no longer looking at your numbers in terms of have I succeeded or not succeeded, but you're looking at your numbers to see how the next ad campaign or the next yep. you know thing that you do is going to be even better. So that's fantastic advice. I love that. Right, you use it as kind of as a baseline. Yeah. And you just try to be a better version of yourself tomorrow than you were today. Mm -hmm. You know, what can you do to just move the needle a little bit forward? Because if you can just keep going, you'll eventually get there. And I attribute it to kind of the, if you think of the analogy of you have this car at the top of a hill and getting started as a business owner is a lot like trying to push the car down the hill. 
It takes so much energy to get the car moving in the first place. But once you kind of figure out how to get that energy moving and get the momentum going, it's going to keep moving on its own after that. You just kind of like have to nudge it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you even have to step on the brakes and slow it down if it takes off too much, but at least you've got it going. Yeah. That's a great analogy. I like that. That's good. So what would you say to entrepreneurs, especially solopreneurs who are, you know, you're wearing all the hats and you are just, you know, spinning your wheels all day and it can sometimes feel overwhelming when you're not making progress as fast as you want. You know, do you have any advice for how to handle that overwhelm? The first thing I do is I try to step back and take a break Mm. Uh, because there is the law of diminishing returns. The more you do something or the longer you're engaged in something, the less likely you are to get the return that you're looking for. Um, Plus, I think the more we work on something, the more focused we tend to get on things. And so if you can step back, and for me, I love to watercolor. And so I will go and I will take a break and I'll go watercolor for a few hours. And it also kind of gets me into this creative space, but not thinking about business stuff. And then I come back to it after I've had this break and this chance to regroup. And usually when I do that, The first thing I try to do is, again, I try to look at, okay, what's my current problem that I'm obsessing over or struggling with? And I try to make a list of what is going well with it. And then what can I improve? And I don't worry about the outcome. I just look at the process. Um, What can I improve? And then what actionable steps can I break that down into Uh, to be able to move that forward. And then I'll just try that and see what happens and then keep doing that just over and over and over again. And usually by process of experimentation, um, you can come up with something that's going to help. You're going to end up moving more stuff to the thing that's the list that's working and taking less, you know, down on the list of things that aren't working. And worst case scenario, sometimes I have to go to a friend of mine in a networking group and say, hey, here's what I'm struggling with. What's been your experience with that? Like, what do you think? Um, and then you just get some somebody's feedback. But remember, not everybody's situation is going to be the same as yours, even if you're in the same industry. So you could, in theory, do the exact same thing they did to be successful and it doesn't work for you. There are so many different variables. So that's the other thing that I have to keep in mind is don't allow yourself to feel like a failure or be unsuccessful. Like say, you know, I'm going to let this label define me because if you're trying and you're learning and you're improving, that's success. That's being successful, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really great advice. And I love that you say, you know, it's, it's can be great to network and get, you know, kind of an outside opinion, but at the same time, it's okay if your journey isn't the same as someone else's. Exactly. And -hmm. I think it's easy to kind of get caught up in that, especially with everything being online and seeing what everybody else is doing and understanding that their path isn't, isn't your path. Yeah, exactly. Because you should only be in competition with yourself. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I don't have the same background you do. You don't have the same background I do. So it would be unfair for us to say, Hey, let's have a competition and see which one of us makes more money in the next 30 days. Mm -hmm. Um, because we have different backgrounds or different variables, even if it's the exact same thing that we're doing. And so that's why it's important to say, okay, where am I at now? And where am I going? Mm -hmm. And then the goal, and this is really hard to keep in mind, but if you just keep focusing and trying to do this, it is possible. Just try to be a better version of yourself tomorrow than you were today. You just want that needle to move up a little tiny bit, or maybe a lot if you get a jump one day or another. Um, But as long as you're making slow or at least some kind of improvement, you're moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I think, important to remember that little setbacks don't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't mean that, oh my gosh, now we're trending downward and it's continue that way. You know, if you think about the seasons, even the, the trees and the flowers have to take a break for a season. And then they regroup and they come back and they come back beautiful and blooming and blossoming. And I think that's important for us to remember too, is it's okay to have those down days, you know, um, have a cup of tea, watch a movie, uh, take a break, examine, you know, what's going on and where you're going and, you know, come up with a new, new plan or a better plan. And then just put all your energy into moving that car down the hill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And I love that uh, you said earlier that take a break and go watercolor. I like the idea of doing something that's creative to kind Mm -hmm. of like put you in a completely different space than your business, but it's still something that, you know, inspires you. Uh, I Uh feel like that when you come back to that obstacle or challenge, it, it completely refreshes you. Yeah. And then also um, what we kind of don't think about is from a neurological standpoint. So in your brain, when you're doing something creative, you're lighting up all these different areas of your brain and engaging them, mm-hmm. and getting them moving the neurons around Well, they're not moving neurons, but they're transmitting all these messages back and forth. So you kind of like rev up the highway network. And so even just doing that, and stimulating those areas of the brain can maybe give you an idea, you know, cause you have that system running in the background subconsciously. And so you take advantage of it, let your brain just kind of do its thing and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can see why your services are so valuable to entrepreneurs. <laughs> this is, this is great. <laughs> So I understand that you have an offer for our listeners. Can you tell us about that? I do. I do. Um, So what I'm offering you guys is a free 30 minute mindset coaching session. And you can talk about whatever you want. You can say, Hey, these are the goals I'm struggling with, or here's my starting point. And here's where I'm going. Help me break this down. It can be personal. It can be business. It can be whatever, because we just want to try to help you frame everything and get that momentum through a growth mindset, right? So I'm offering you guys a free 30-minute coaching session. And the code for that is all one word, um, new year, new you. Um, And if you have any problems with it, you can always reach out and let me know. But I also offer a 15-minute free consultation. So if you'd like, you can put all that together and get 45 minutes out of it. Awesome. 
And so where can they find you if they want to work with you or get in touch with you? Okay. Yeah. My website is successtangent.com. So that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S-T-A-N-G-E-N-T.com. Excellent. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. You gave some amazing tips and thank you for the free offer. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you again for having me and good luck to everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Lisa as much as I did. Here are my top takeaways. Number one, want more traction? Acknowledge strengths, define weaknesses, and create an action plan. Number two, key advice. Simply try to be a better version of yourself tomorrow than you were today. Number three, feeling stuck? Find a creative hobby that can transport you away from business temporarily into a more peaceful, mindful, connected realm. Number four, networks and outside opinions can be helpful, but remember that your journey is uniquely your own and not a template of anyone else's. And number five, don't beat yourself up. If you're trying, you are succeeding. If you want more, head on over to DoriStewart.com for the show notes and links mentioned in this episode. Are you looking for a group of female entrepreneurs like you to ask questions and bounce ideas? Be sure to join my exclusive community for She Turned Entrepreneur Insiders on Facebook. We could all use some extra support. You can find the link at DoriStewart.com. Thank you so much for listening to the She Turned Entrepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share with a friend, or leave a review. I'll see you next week.